you're going to do anything out of the ordinary, you're going to have haters. We quiver as soon as someone says something. We're like, oh, no. They actually believe that? Do you even know who that person is that's making that comment? That is really something that kind of scares the shit out of us all. We all just want to be accepted. We do. We all just want to be liked. Hello and welcome to the Dirt Track Confessions podcast with your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney. The Dirt Track Confessions show starts in three, two, one, and the green is out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dirt Track Confessions. I am your host, Mandy Pouch Mahaney, and today we're going to be talking about other people's opinions and uh, their advice. Don't we just love it? So I get this question. Ooh, all the time. How do you stop caring about other people's opinions? And the thing that I said to them, and I say very often, is I show up authentically as myself day in and day out. The more videos I post, the more lives I do, the more I show up on social media, the less and less I begin to just not care. What happens is as you start putting out more content, you know, stepping more and more into who you actually truly are and discovering who you truly are, you just, you just, you stop caring about what other people say about you, what their opinions are about you, and you just stop caring about other people's advice depending on where they are in life, which we are so going to be diving into. So today I want to talk to you about advice and opinions, and how to decipher whose advice you should and should not take, whose opinions matter, and whose opinions really don't matter. Okay, so prime example here. Let's say you might have a great father. You know, I have a friend who has an incredible dad, but he likes to give business advice, and it's really funny because he's never run a business, (laughs) and my friend has been wanting to start a business for a very long time, but he hasn't started it because every time he has an idea, his father seems to put his two cents in and tells him why it's not right, why it's not the right time. There is a recession going on. Aren't you paying attention? You know, there's there's something coming up and you shouldn't do this because. And that's, it's just not a great idea because. And you should probably just go back to school. If you have a family member or a friend that is like that, how do you stop yourself from caring about their opinions? How do you decipher whose advice you actually want to take? (laughs) But the real question is, why do we care so much? Why do we care about other people's opinions so damn much? It could be somebody online that we've never met before, and we've only seen their little profile picture, and we care so much about what they have to say about us online and in comments and on platforms and on social media. We just, we quiver as soon as someone says something. We're like, oh no, they actually believe that? Do you even know who that person is that's making that comment? Seriously, let's roll it back. 200,000 years ago to the caveman days, it always goes back to being tribal, like being, being in a tribe. We had to fit in to survive as humans. That's what it comes down to. If we didn't fit in in the tribe, we were definitely going to be kicked out of that tribe. We were definitely going to die. And so it mattered 
200,000 years ago. It mattered that we fit in. But today, you and I both know we don't have to rely on other people. Well, okay, more so like a big group of people to keep us in a tribe. It doesn't really matter anymore. But here's the kicker. It doesn't mean that our brain has changed. It, our brains are still programmed from 200,000 years ago. Our brains haven't changed much over the past 100,000, 200,000 years, but our circumstances of what life looks like now, today, and what it looked like 200 years ago are completely different. And so back in the day, if the tribe didn't like you, you were going to die. But today, if Drew, who sits behind on his computer and, you know, sits in his mom basement and wants to run his mouth about you and talk smack, Drew's opinion of you, it really doesn't matter. But yet again, here we are. We still think that it matters. Is that not just ridiculous? Part of the reason why we care so much of stepping out of our comfort zone and, you know, how many likes we get on Instagram, how many followers we get on Facebook and the comments. Oh, my gosh, the comments. Oh, man, I made a post about my results. No one responded. Should I delete it or should I not delete it? Maybe you didn't say the right thing. Maybe you were in the wrong. Maybe you didn't communicate it the way you wanted it to come across. And people are going, oh, did you see what he said on Facebook? <laughs> God, I can't wait until the day we just all are going to sit back and laugh at this. I hate to say it, but we all just want to fit in. We all just want to be liked. Jim Carrey said this once, your need for acceptance will make you invisible in this world. And what we try to do is, even though it's not necessary, we make ourselves invisible. We make ourselves fit in, fit into that little square, into that little circle. But what's crazy about it, when you look at somebody who you really look up to, like someone who's your idol, outside of, you know, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your aunt and your uncle, look at someone who is famous. When you look at someone that you look up to, you look at like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Oprah, or The Rock, Will Smith, Elon Musk, or heck, um, hi, hello, let's just throw it in there, Kyle Larson, whoever it is that inspires you to be better. You look at that person and you ask yourself this question, do they fit in with everybody else? The answer is no. They do not fit in with everybody else. There's something about them or many things about them that make them not fit in with society. I can almost guarantee all of the people that you thought of are an outlier. So if you look up to that person and you want to be more like them, the last thing that you should want to do is fit in with other people. Now, this is my opinion, but when I look at the world and look at society as a whole, the last thing I want to do is be like the rest of the world. Like there, there's no part of me that says, yeah, I want that life. I want a life where I'm anxious and I'm miserable and that, you know, I have a job that I just really don't like. I really hate it. I hate getting up out of bed in the mornings. No, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with people, other people, how they choose to live their life. I just think that there are so many people that are stuck and they don't know that they're stuck. 
I think so many people were born to be unique and they are. But here's the problem is that once we're born, once we're raised and we're influenced by those that are around us, we become domesticated. We're told that we are supposed to do this. We're not supposed to do that. You get a slap on the wrist. You know the percentage, I wish I had it on my stats right now, but the percentage of no's that we get as a child versus, yay, you did it, I'm so proud of you. The percentage is like 80%, more than 80% growing up. As a child, you are told no. You are told no. So we become domesticated. We figure out what makes us good little boys and girls, and we figure out how to, how to do that, how to make us good little boys and girls. And so what's happening is we're learning to fit in. We've been taught to fit in. When you're in school, you have to be there at a certain time, and then when the bell rings, you can't be tardy or else you're a bad kid. And if you want to go to use bathroom, you have to raise your hand. And guess what? You're getting trained. You're getting trained to fit in and follow the rules. The people that we look up to, they don't fit in. And so we've been raised, again, to fit in. And so there's a part of us that wants to fit in. In our brain, there is a part of us that has been taught to fit in. And so we have to override the entire system to be somebody different. You were created uniquely, but you've been domesticated, whether you realize it or not. You've been domesticated to be the same as everyone else. And you need to, if this is even a word, undomesticate. You need to retrain your brain, take all those layers off in order to actually step back into the being who you truly are and who you are meant to be. What's another common thing about the people that you really look up to the most? A certain percentage of people hate them for a reason. When you look at Richard Petty, you look at Jeff Gordon, you can look up to them and go, wow, yes, that is greatness. And yet so many people hate them. I think one of the reasons why they hate them is because of the fact that they show everyone what greatness looks like what greatness can be. And because some people aren't great and they've never stepped into the great greatness themselves or even tried to be great, it's easier just to put someone down and talk about why someone's bad and why they're not good enough instead of saying, yeah, I'm really freaking inspired by Richard Petty. Every single one of them all have some form of haters. You look at Oprah, she has haters. Will Smith, He has haters. Elon Musk, he has a whole lot of haters after buying Twitter. All of these people have haters all over the place. And so what we fear at the end of the day is a lack of acceptance. It's a lack of acceptance, don't we? Like that is really something that kind of scares the shit out of us all. We all just want to be accepted. We do. Don't tell me otherwise because you know I'm right. When you do anything great in this world, you will have people that will hate on you or resist your greatness in some sort of way. People will always do that. And the funny thing about it is that the amount of people that are haters, quote unquote haters, is this teeny tiny minuscule amount of people. Hey, guys, 
I have haters, okay? I'm not over here toot toot tooting my own horn, but I have people that are haters. And all I do is just try to put our put out that positive stuff into the world. Like, that's it. I'm always trying to inspire people, trying to lift people up, trying to say, like, you can do it. You, you belong. We love you. You are here to do great things. Like, I'm just always putting it out into the universe. And yet people want to talk trash about me. It's like one out of every thousand people that leave a comment. 999 of those comments are, are positive. And one of them is going to be negative. And yet so many of us hold ourselves back because of that one out of 1,000 comments. Like, why? Why, why, why? We are afraid of that one of 1,000 saying something to us like, you shouldn't be racing. You suck. (laughs) Nobody cares about you. You'll never win. You are not good enough. Whatever's coming to your mind right now, that's, that is, that's, it's, it's not true, but it's what people project onto us. So if you're going to do anything out of the ordinary, you're going to have haters. And let me tell you what, a hater is sadly, it, it, a hater isn't someone who hates you. They hate themselves. And what they're doing is they're projecting their hate from themselves onto you because they are so unsatisfied with their life and you are a representation of what they could be, but they're holding themselves back. And so what haters do is they like to project their hate to momentarily make themselves feel better than the person that they're hating on. When in reality, all they're doing is just typing on a keyboard. So if you get a hater, remember, they don't hate you. They so it's sad. They hate themselves. You stepping into your truest self reflects to them that they are not stepping into their true self. So in turn, they try to bring you down to bring themselves up. We all want to be accepted. We still have that inside of us. And at the end of the day, it's about turning a blind eye to the haters Just put those blinders on and remind yourself that this thing that you're doing, it is so important to you. It's the reason why you're alive and you're going to follow this path of your greatest self and stepping into your true potential no matter what someone else says. It's not about being loved by everyone. It's about knowing whose opinions matter to you and whose opinions don't matter to you. And so one of the things I think is the most important that I like to recommend to everybody is make a list of the people whose opinions truly matter to you. What's funny is when you make this list, it's going to be a whole lot smaller than you think it is. Think about that for a second. We tend to care about everybody's opinions of us. But then if you were to make a list of people whose opinions really, really, truly matter It's a tiny little list. Your list of people truly care about you. People who are online, they really don't care about you. They really don't want what's best for you. So it's all about finding out whose advice you would want to take. So my mom is on my list. But if my mom wanted to give me business advice for 
my online business. I probably wouldn't take it. I love you, mom. She doesn't have a business and she doesn't even have Facebook. <laughs> She's run a business before, but she did not have to run an online business ever. There's nothing wrong with that. She is a great mother and she thrives at what she does. But so many people like to overstep their boundaries and tell you advice that you really shouldn't be taking advice from. I know so many people want to start racing or they want to move up a class, but their parents or their friends or, you know, their significant others are saying, oh, it's not a good idea. Oh, you'll, you'll start, you'll be starting back down at the bottom. Do you really want to start back down at the bottom again? Oh, but I don't think you'll make any money doing that. Are those people that are giving you advice where you want to be? I'll say that one more time. Are those people that are giving you advice, are they where you want to be? Do they even race? Are they successful at it? Why are you taking advice from them? Maybe they mean well, and I'm sure they do, you know, and they're an incredible support system and can give you great advice on something they do and that they're good at. But again, why would you take advice if someone says something negative to you and they're not on your list of people who you really, truly care about? You can't give it the time of day. It's not about not caring about other people's opinions. It's about caring about a select few people people's opinions and what category you're going to take their advice from because people love to give advice they do do you know why I love this so much do you know why they call it giving their two cents because that's basically all it's worth when someone gives you their two cents it's basically worth two cents so you have to pay attention to whose advice you're taking and what what you're taking their advice for. So I gave you the example of my mom giving me business advice. I will take her advice, but in a different category. I know one day she will give me incredible parenting advice. She's great at showing me how to manage my money, how to do paperwork. She's great at a lot of things. But I would not take social media business advice from her. Mom, again, I love you, but I would not. But it's like, this is a little dramatic here. If a homeless person came up to you and they said, let me give you some investing advice, would you take advice from them? Probably not. How about a guy who has been racing for 20 years and hasn't won a single race and he comes up to you and tells you how to drive your race car? Would you take advice from them? Probably not. Let's say you have a CEO of a $10 million company that you know and they want to give you business advice. Would you listen to that advice? Hell yeah, absolutely. If that person has a life that I've wanted in some category, you know, you want to you wanna take advice from them. If you're building a business and you happen to know someone who has a $10 million business and they want to give you business advice, take it. But let's say at the exact same time that person has a terrible marriage. The relationship is failing. Their children hate them. And they're like, hey, let me give you some relationship advice. No, don't take it. I'll take the business advice from you, but I'm not taking the relationship advice because your relationship looks like it is in shambles. So just be careful of who you take advice from and what you take advice as well. A very easy question to ask yourself. Would you want to trade places with them with what they're giving you advice on? Okay, so this guy who has built a massive career with 
all kinds of sponsors out the wazoo. You know, he has stats on top of stats of career highlights. Like, everyone wants to beat him. Would you want to trade places with him? If you want to be a race car driver? Absolutely. But his life at home, same thing. It's not so great. Would you want to take family advice from him? No. Again, your mother gives you advice on how to be an incredible parent, and she is an incredible parent. Do you want to take that advice? Absolutely. But she gives you advice on your online business, and she's never run an online business? No, sorry, Mom. I'm not going to take that. In one ear, out the other. So many people have other positive qualities that you want to take their advice on, but not all of their advice. It's about discerning who you want to take advice from and what categories of life you want to take advice from them. You know, anybody outside of that piece of paper that you wrote down, no, they don't matter. They don't, they really don't. Yeah, they don't. If they don't care about you enough, skip their advice. Like I said, in one ear, out the other. I don't want you to think (laughs) there is something necessarily wrong with other people and their advice and how they choose to live. I definitely don't want to give out that impression uh, that there's people out there that are wrong. Like, oh my gosh, they're living a mediocre life and their life sucks. I don't want the life. I don't want that. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want you to think that. Don't get your panties in a bunch here. I just want you to think from the perspective of your life and where your life is going, where you want it to go. Is this someone that you really need to listen to their advice? If the answer is no and you would not want to trade places with them, then don't pay attention to it in one ear and out the other. There is nothing wrong with someone giving you advice. I always say it is a free country. They're going to give it to you anyways, even if you don't ask for it. But be very, very smart and cautious about whose advice you take and whose advice you don't. And if they're outside of that piece of paper and they give you advice or they give you their opinion, it doesn't matter because really what truly matters is that you're on the path of your life, building your greatest self. If someone wants to give you their advice and it doesn't line up with the advice that you want, don't listen to them. Let other people's advice or other people's opinions, you know, don't, th- don't let them hold you back from creating the life that it is that you want. Okay, so that is what I have for you guys today. If you love this episode, please share, you know, on social media and tag me. I really hope you enjoy this. I've, I've just... Really, it's been on my heart. I really just want to bring so much more to you guys. And I feel, yeah, I'm only 30 years old, but I've gone through so much, so much from an early, young grasshopper age that I just want to help other people. I want to help shine light. I want to help inspire you guys, whether it's in business, in racing, whatever it might be. Like, there's, there's just so much potential out there for you. So don't let anyone hold you back. Put those blinders on, get out there, and just go do the damn thing.